Ding dong, hello. It is time for the Three Count Podcast. Welcome into today's extreme show. We're going to take you through all the latest news, give our thoughts and predictions on the Extreme Rules card. We've even got an extreme draft for you today. We're going to draft the best wrestling weapons. I'm your host, Dylan Chambers, and with me as always, the Devon to my bubba, Ben Hobden. Benny, welcome to the show. Welcome, Dylan. How are you, buddy? What's going on? I'm Big- I'm going well. Uh, happy uh, National Scissoring Day, I believe it is. Scissor me, uh, daddy ass. Scissor me, I, daddy ass. I just so. watched a funny Instagram video on that, actually. So, yeah. Much but- love for the acclaimed on the show. Uh, now, make sure you follow us on our socials, at 3CountPod on Twitter and Facebook, at 3CountPodcast in Instagram. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts, hit that follow button. Got all the housekeeping out of the way, Benny. Let's get to the news. What have you got for me? Well, mate, I guess the biggest news around wrestling at the moment is all this White Rabbit talk. Do we start there? Who is it? Well, who is it? It's got to be Bray, does it not? Uh, it has got to be. I think the the world will riot if it's not. Well, There's, exactly, yeah. But there's been, been so little, much, so much. things pointing to different people here and there. Yeah. But well, they're I, mostly pointing to Bray. I think they've tried to give us a little swerve with some Gacy stuff, you know, like on NXT yesterday. And there was a, a QR code that mentioned some Gacy stuff and that. But I feel like that might be a swerve. I feel like this weekend they might even swerve us even more with the Joe Gacy thing come Extreme Rules. But then, like, you know, they could be together. Who knows? But um, the big thing, I guess, is Rob Fee has signed on with WWE as, uh, what is it? Is he the director of long-term creative? That's right. So, so he's got a connection with Bray. You know, Bray was a guest at his wedding. Uh, Rob Fee was the one that pushed forward the, uh, the movie for Bray Wyatt, the horror movie last year that we talked about, about The Fiend. So I feel like it's got to be Bray. It, it all signs are pointing to Bray, except for a few little sneaky little things. Um, now, we'll just mention that too. Uh, so Rob Fee, the new director of long-term creative, which is a new role for WWE. Obviously, there was a lot of talk around uh, very short length storylines, nothing long-term. So now they've got someone looking after that. Now, he's a, as you mentioned, he's a horror uh, movie writer. He's uh, worked on many Marvel comic books as well. Yeah, so yeah. He's got the got the pedigree behind him, uh, no pun intended. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so good guess, good hiring there. I guess the other thing with this is, even if they pay it off this weekend, I think it'll be too soon. If that's the case, I don't think it's going to pay off this weekend. Um, a couple of the clues have, have mentioned Philadelphia this weekend, like the actual site of the Extreme Rules pay per view, the date of the Extreme Rules pay per view. So they're, they're trying to make us think it's going to be this, but we've had that nonstop, you know. One time it says this date leads to Raw. Raw leads to SmackDown. SmackDown leads to NXT. There's been so much. And I mean, if you go down a rabbit hole, deliberately punned, um, there's so many things. And I've just got a couple here that like, uh, there was one that like, it said revel in what you are, which was a tweet, tweet by Bray, Bray Wyatt a couple of years ago. They put the Samson and Delilah picture, which he also tweeted after Alexa Bliss had turned on him. Um what else was it? There was a there was a number which decoded went into Bravo Echo Lima Alpha India Romo, which typed out Bel Air Fresh Prince of Bel Air, obviously Philadelphia. Um, what else was there? There was a message uh, when you call that number. It is the EXIF data for the White Rabbit image. 
Um, there's just been so many different things. Uh, look, there was a quote that I am the way into the city of woe, which is from Dante's Inferno, which is something that abandon all hope ye who enter here, which also used to be on the Firefly Funhouse, which exit, exit here, not enter here. So there's heaps of stuff. There's so much, so and much. if you keep going into it, you'll just go further and further down it. So, I mean, that's that's where we're at with Bray, and I think it has to be him, or we write. I, I saw one, because uh, they were talking about a lot of this is kind of based on Alice in Wonderland, right? Yeah. And that uh, the Mad Hatter was actually two days late to the tea party. Um, two days okay. after Extreme Rules is uh, the season premiere of Raw, so... Hey, hey, there we go. What, what, I hope what they don't make us wait. Well, you don't want to wait any longer? No, no, I'm, I'm too impatient. The <laughs> kids are too impatient these days, you know. I'll I get in my like rocking chair. So and... invested. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we're <laughs> old now, mate. But um, I just, I feel like it's it's just been such good storytelling, you know, because everybody's so invested in it. So absolutely. It's fun. It is fun. QR codes, the way to go these days. That's it, yeah. Um, so let's get into, I've uh, got, DC, Daniel Cormier is going mm. to be uh, the guest referee in the fight pit match against uh, with Rollins and Riddle. Now, there are rumours that they could play this into a long-term story to have him take on Lesnar. Now, Lesnar did jump in the ring after one of DC's fights and basically challenged him. It never ended up happening. Yep. Could it happen in WWE? Hey, well, why not? DC's retired from UFC, so... I can't see why that that'd work. Is, is that a mania match or? Oh, it's got to be, right? Yeah. It would have to be a mania match. I think so. I think that'd be great. I mean, it would take DC a little while to learn the ropes, but I'm yeah, sure well, that's... He's, he's got all the technical wrestling and everything down. You know, he's he's a he's a bona fide actual athlete. So it's just going to be the, the selling. Just have a like real this. match. Oh, I don't know. Mm, maybe, you know, you, you never yeah. know. You never know. All right, uh... Seems as if uh, Max Dupree is uh, leaving no maximum male models. Yeah, back uh, and, to LA Knight. Yeah, back to LA Knight, which I'm a fan of. What do you think? Yeah, I, I didn't. They they sort of floundered a little bit with that whole maximum male models thing. It could have had yeah. something, but then it just sort of they ruined it a little bit. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with him. It petered out. Now I uh, also had the passing of uh, one of the the goats, Antonio Inoki. Uh, yeah this week so you know very very sad day but yeah he had such an incredible legacy in the pro wrestling business one of the biggest names yeah especially in japan but you know he's done done a lot everywhere absolutely um now we also have uh, they released a royal rumble poster uh for the upcoming royal rumble featuring brock lesnar and becky lynch so it looks like we'll be expecting those two to be in the rumble fair enough You'd, you'd expect they're both two two of the biggest names, so you'd, you'd hope so. Absolutely. So hopefully Lynch will be back by then. Uh, NXT is now NXT again. No more 2.0. Uh, we expected that. We're going with a, a silver and black theme now, uh, which is, yeah, a nice little change up. But, yeah, they don't need that 2.0 anymore. Now, our boy Zion Quinn getting a bit of, uh, bit of love on the recent NXT episodes. He had a win. He did have a win which was good to see. He did. He's been uh, on the last two episodes, which I think were pre-recorded. He's been in Australia uh, the past couple of weeks. It's been Big three news. years since he's been home. So seeing family, but, you know, maybe, you know. What's coming? Getting ready for a, yeah, a, a gig where he travels a lot. 
Hey, fingers crossed. I did. I did see someone uh, Instagram uh, one of his friends from back home that he's looking forward to hearing his big announcement. Yeah. Main roster? Nah, is it too soon? Fingers crossed for you, Zion. Yeah. It's, yeah. Hopefully, we're, we're pulling for you, Zion. We are. Hopefully, they do right by him. So, we will see. Now, obviously, it's been a few weeks since we've been around, but Johnny Gargano's back. Candice LeRae's back. It's been uh, fun to see them both on the product and being heavily featured. Yeah. Well, she she had a well. Candice won her first match, then took the L yesterday, but or two days ago. Sorry. But uh, Johnny seems to be in a main storyline there a little bit. Yeah. But they're teaming in with KO, the uh, the the panda somethings. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, yeah, they've got history, a lot of history between the two of them. So they do. It works. So are you excited? I, I should say, Benny, are you ready for next boom, week? Boom. Well, yeah. What is it? 25 years? A DX reunion, 25 years. It's uh, going to be... It'd be it's going to be a big show, especially considering you know Triple H is you know the boss now essentially. So now you know, Sportsbet actually have a couple of markets up for uh, for the return for this for, for the return. Uh, one is bet. one is whether any of DX will be in a match. Uh, no is the heavy favorite, mm. um, but there are some interesting ones. Of will someone get pedigreed or will someone receive sweet chin music? That should be a dollar a one. Well, they're not. They're uh, they're actually outsiders for that really? to happen. No, well, the outsiders can't be there, unfortunately. <laughs> God rest your soul, Scott Hall. But yeah, so uh, yeah, gamble well, responsibly. But I can see someone getting sweet cheer music. I can see a Bronco Buster in the corner if uh, X Park's there. Oh, uh, yeah. Obviously, yeah. we're we're not going to see Daddy Ass, but no. Well, no. I reckon a few weeks ago, maybe, but I think there's just been too much going on between the two of them lately that I just can't see that happening. Absolutely. Uh, as we come up to Crown Jewel, we have a main event. Uh, Roman Reigns Actually, taking on Logan Paul. I, I pulled that face then and I was like, uh, but when I first heard it, I was like, oh, good on him. Like, good on it. But obviously he's got to murder it. Like, Reigns has got to just demolish him. It's, it has a, a Saudi Arabia Crown Jewel main event written all over it. Oh, 100%. They, it's, it's just big name. You know what's going to happen. Well, I was surprised Roman Reigns is a dollar eight. Not a, yeah, okay. Well, they got I, I thought it'd be much shorter odds than that. 99 cents. Yeah. <laughs> you lose money on the bet. Yeah. I yeah. thought it'd be, yeah. So uh, that'll be interesting. It'll be a real test for Logan to see how far he's come as an in ring performer as well. Well, we know he's athletic as, as all hell, but I mean, he's, you're not going to compete with the, the tribal chief, are you? No. So uh, Roman Reigns still very short odds to hold the title at the end of the year too. So yeah, we will see. Uh, and lastly, Survivor Series will have a War Games theme to it this year, which is awesome. Awesome. Do you, Do you think we'll see a Bloodline team? That'd be cool. That'd be cool. But who do they go against? This is the question. Like, who who do you pull together to go against them? Yeah, that's interesting. Just all the good guys, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> but I guess it sort of ruins it a little bit because then uh, I don't know. I, I don't think I don't think Roman will be in the match. I no. think you probably have Jay, Jay, Jimmy, Sammy, and Solo, and Zion. No, just saying. Um, yeah, how many matches? How many? There's only going to be one. One men, one women's. I think they'll. I think they'll have two. One men, one women. So yeah, 
I mean, I, I guess it, it's just going to kind of be like the old school Survivor Series matches, but there'll be war games uh, cages yeah. around the place. There's so it's many different good. factions. I, I like and the teams. throwback to the old Survivor Series. Yeah, what you mean, like a real old school Survivor Series, like the five on like, five elimination. Yeah, not just Raw versus SmackDown or anything like that. Yeah, like it started to be that got a little bit tiring. But so, yeah, so, I love uh, war games though. War games is fun. Yeah, war games will be good. Uh, let's move on quickly to AEW, Benny. Um, it looks like Andrade is kind of falling out with the company. Uh, well, he's just had a bit of a backstage uh, scuffle with Sammy. So they, they need to get their house in order in AEW, don't they? Yeah, it's starting to starting to fall apart a little bit over there, but it always seems to be Sammy. So I don't know what's going on. It's funny though how it's flipped. You know, it, when AEW kind of first started, it seemed like backstage was the best for talent in AEW and people hated being in WWE. Now Triple H has taken over. It's kind of flipped. They have all these dramas backstage and everyone seems mm. to be loving working backstage in WWE. Yeah, I guess that's the way the world, isn't it? Ebbs and flows, swings and roundabouts, as they say. So, uh, But as you said, if they don't get it sorted out soon backstage there, it's just going to cause more and more hassles and and people will sort of jump ship or not jump ship because of their contracts, but just not want to work, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Which causes, causes heaps more issues. On that, we heard from Malachi uh, just saying, he put out a weird like Instagram live, I think it was, just saying that he hasn't asked for a release. He asked for time off. Uh, don't believe anything you hear. So it's interesting. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens there, but yes, Andrade looks like he's on the way out. I think if he loses on rampage, he's, uh, He's out of AEW. Um, but we do have some new signings. Uh, Bandito is now all elite. But uh, the biggest one is Soraya. Yes. AKA Paige. She didn't really come in with uh, much fanfare, did she? No, it was certainly unexpected for me. <laughs> yeah, but even the next day, the next uh, the next show when she came out and she did her little uh, one-on-one, or not one-on-one, just her little interview to the camera, nobody was happy with it. No, um, and, and her, her wrestling status is still uncertain at this point. Uh, though on Dynamite she today, she did get in fisticuffs with uh, DMD and she did uh, give Rebel a bit of a, a kick to the face. Uh, so she's getting physical. So, uh, I mean, we all hope to see her in a match, right? Oh, well, yeah, it's just scary to think though. Like, you know, we got Brian Danielson back and he's going great and stuff like that, but she is... As she said, she is broken. Yeah. So, I mean, you've got to be careful. Um, so, also, CM Punk not expected to return to AEW. Yeah, this is the big one, I guess. We probably should have led with that. But, yeah. I mean, it's probably it's probably a bit heart, heartstring pulling for you, is it? Yeah, because I mean, we know we're not going to see him in WWE, so. No. That could be this the could end. be it. Yeah, well, he could go to, what is it, NWA or something like that. I guess, or... <laughs> New Japan. New Japan, maybe. I don't know, because they've still got the contract with AEW and stuff. So, but that's true. Yeah, it's, it, there's still still a lot of stuff going on with what before the massive fallout from all that stuff with the Bucks is going to be and all that kind of stuff. So, you, you'd think that he's not going to come back, though. Hopefully, we will see uh, Bucks and uh, Kenny very soon. Um, we had a lot happen at uh, Dynamite and Rampage Grand Slam. We've got Mox is the champion again. Um, <laughs> Uh, acclaimed the new tag team champions and Jericho, the new ring of honor champion. Uh, you mean the Ocho, the Get Ocho. Right. Get it right. The Ocho. It's Jericho, the Ocho. 
Okay, that is it for our AW news, Benny. Let's get into Extreme Rules. It is time for your favourite part of the podcast, the quiz. Oh, no, I didn't even do any study for the quiz. I forgot all about this. On the history of Extreme Rules. Now, this this year marks... Some of them are givings. I think think you'll be okay. Now, this year marks the 14th Extreme Rules pay-per-view event. Wow. Uh, The first was held in 2009. Though in 2005 and 2008, it went by a different name, Benny. What was that name? Oh, goodness. Nah. Something when you're in a relationship, you don't have any more of these. <laughs> that could be a lot of things. One nah, Night Stand was oh, the right. pay-per-view. <laughs> wow. uh, they, they changed that to Extreme Rules in 2009 and... Uh, then they uh, decided it wasn't going to continue on and it's going to be I was going to go with Taboo Tuesday for some reason. That was just... <laughs> well, yeah, you can have them when you're in a relationship. <laughs> now, uh, the first main event for the pay-per-view in 2009, it was for the World Heavyweight title, Benny. Do you remember who it was between? 2009. That's a long time ago, Dylan. It was, it was a ladder match. I can't remember last week. Um... <laughs> Edge and Hardy. There you go. Edge and Jeff Hardy. Ladder match for the World Heavyweight title, 2009. Uh, Now, this is a little bit of a curveball one for you. Who has the most appearances at the Extreme Rules pay-per-view? Are they still current? They are still current. They are not competing this year, but they are still current. Rey Mysterio. It is actually Kofi Kingston with nine appearances. Makes sense. Uh, Rollins and Reigns are both second with eight. So Rollins will jump into top spot along with Kofi after this year. Now, this year, Edge takes on Finn Balor in an I Quit match. There has only ever been one other I Quit match at Extreme Rules. Can you tell me who it was between? What year? It was 2013. I will give you a gold star if you get this one. It is not an easy one. Oh goodness! Was it a was it a female match? It was not. Okay. It was a number one contenders match for the world heavyweight championship. Oh no! Dolphin Miz. <laughs> not not bad areas uh, <laughs> for that. It was actually Alberto Del Rio defeated Jack Swagger. Well, there you go. Uh, in an I Quit match. Same uh, sort of yes, exactly same sort of areas. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So we've had fourteen events. How many actual Extreme Rules matches do you think there's been? Six. 19. Wow, there you go. I thought you were going to go unders. That, that <laughs> just because it's, you know, when they call it like a pay per view and it doesn't have anything to do with it. I think in the early days, it had a lot of Extreme Rules matches and now it's like one per pay per view. Yeah. Um, there have been two cash ins at Extreme Rules. Can you tell me who they were? I'm thinking ladder. I'm thinking money in the banks whenever I think cash ins now. Uh, extreme rules. Was Alberto De Rio one? Uh, he was not. No. No. Nah. Nah. Was uh, the first one was in that very first extreme rules pay per view. Punk cashed in on Jeff Hardy uh, minutes punk. after he won uh, the title. Uh, and then we had one in 2019 where Lesnar cashed in on Rollins. Ah, yes. All right, Benny. Now, here's a real throwback for you. I hope you guys at home will enjoy these. 
There've been some weird gimmick matches, obviously, uh, over the years at Extreme Rules. Can you tell me who is involved in these matches? In 2011, we had a country whipping match. <laughs> JBL? <laughs> it's actually Michael Cole and Jack Swagger against The King and JR. Yuck. <laughs> You, you've uh, really gone some some weird stuff with this one. I've gone deep diving here. In 2014, we had a WLC match. Oh, well, it had to be Hornswoggle versus uh, El Torito. Or... There you go, Benny. Yeah. Well done. I, you can't forget that match. Yeah, one of the classics. Can't forget that uh, 2015, we had a Russian chain match. Oh, goodness. I feel like the title of this match. Yeah, but I'm trying to think. I've I've gone mental blank on who would have had the Russian gimmick. No, I can't. I'll give you a hint. Their Russian gimmick changed to where they're actually from halfway through their uh, time. That is hard because there are quite a few Ruskies, uh, but it was actually uh, Rusev against John Cena. Oh, but... Okay, right. I always thought he came in as the Bulgarian brute. I, I think, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I know. Oh, well, he did have Lana, who was, you know, the ravishing Russian. So yeah, I was right. thinking, I was thinking that, but I was like, well, he's Bulgarian. So, yeah. Russian chain match. Uh, 2016, we had an asylum match. Asylum. I do remember that. Nah. I've had a shocker here. Dean Ambrose against Chris Jericho in the asylum match. All right, last one. I think you'll get this one. I'm backing you to get this one. In 2020, we had an eye for an eye match where the winner was decided if you took the other person's eye out of their head. Yeah, it was Rey Mysterio and Rollins. That it was. Yeah. Rollins and Rey Mysterio. I remember that one. Now, throughout the years of the pay-per-view, uh, it's had the same name, Extreme Rules, except for 2020, where it had a slightly different name. Can you tell me what it was? No. It's a tricky one. It was The Horror Show at Extreme Rules, headlined by right. uh, Strowman and Wyatt in a Wyatt Swamp fight. I remember that match, yes. All right, last one for you, Benny. Two superstars on this year's card are undefeated. At extreme rules, who are they? Now I've got to look who's on the card. Uh... No, I was going to say Rollins, but he's been in eight. You said uh, he can't have won them all. I, I will give you a massive hint with this one. Both superstars are one and zero. Yeah. Okay. Bianca Belair. Yep. And. Riddle. Damien Priest is the uh, other one. Okay. All right, Benny. Well done. That that was not an no, easy one. That was one. terrible. <laughs> that was not an easy one, but you did well. Let's get into the card. We'll start off with the six-man tag team, good old-fashioned Donnie, Donnie Brock. Brock. The Brawling Brutes and Imperium. Imperium are $1.57 and the Brutes $2.25. Yeah. I think this one is going to be what we call our favorite word on this podcast, and that's brutal. 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 Uh, especially considering uh, Imperium crossed the Brutes to the NXT titles yesterday. Um, I'm going to go with Imperium. I think they get the W. What about yourself? Well, 
So we have Gunther and Sheamus for the Intercontinental title at SmackDown this week. I think a lot of this is going to come down to what happens there. I actually think Sheamus is going to get the title. Okay. I think they're going to give it to him, uh, but I think Imperium then wins at Extreme Rules. Which sets up a rematch and we go from there. There we go. Uh, next up, we have the I Quit match between Edge and Finn Balor. Edge a dollar seventeen and wow. Balor four fifty. Wow. Um, now for me, it is it's hard to imagine Edge quitting in this one, but I'm taking the upset here and I'm taking Balor. My prediction is is that Edge is going to have to quit in order to possibly like save Rey Mysterio or or something like that. Well, I've gone the upset as well. I've gone, I think, Finn and the, the Judgment Day. They need the win, and I think they get the win here. Um, the, the obvious thing is Judgment Day is at the ring. Obviously, Ray's going to get involved somewhere. Does AJ Styles get involved anywhere after last week? That is so, true. You know, AJ might come out and make the save to stop Ray getting hurt and, or whatever else, which could lead to the edge victory. But I am with you. I've gone with the Judgment Day's Finn Balor for the victory here. $4.50. All right. Big money. Gamble's we're going gonna to have to jump on that. Uh, strap match. Drew McIntyre and carry on cross. Cross $1.67. McIntyre two ten. This is a close one. I think Drew probably needs the W. You know, he's sort of taken a couple of L's on, on premium live events. Um, but cross also needs the W to get that momentum. Uh, if he does want to go into the title picture and stuff like that. So this is definitely not over after this one, I don't think. But uh, I'm going to go with Drew McIntyre. All right. We're different on here. I'm taking Cross. I think it's his first pay-per-view back, so I I think he gets the win. But there's going to be a schmoz in there somewhere. Oh, 100%. He's, yeah. Yeah, it has to be, really. But it's already a strap match, so how much schmoz can you? <laughs> yeah, it's true. You know, that's, that's, what I, that's what I actually love about this card, just quickly, is that they're all gimmick matches. Like, I feel like we, we sort of went away. Like, it's an extreme rules pay-per-view. Let's do everything gimmick. This we is went exactly. away from that for a while there. So now we've got it back again. And this is what extreme rules is. It's, Absolutely. It's this is what every extreme rules matches. pay-per-view should be. A, they should every all match have something. Is a gimmick. They don't yeah. have to be extreme matches, but just no, a gimmick match. Exactly right, yeah. And the gimmick of all gimmicks, we have the fight pit match. Matt Riddle and Seth Rollins with guest referee, DC, DC. Daniel Cormier. Riddle paying a dollar forty. Rollins two seventy five. I got Riddle. I'm taking the odds here. Rollins got the last one. It's in Riddle's environment. I think the only way Rollins can come out on top is if Cormier ends up screwing Riddle, which I don't really see happening. So Riddle for me. Yeah. Look, I've I've, I've gone Riddle as well. I think Riddle gets the win. I think Seth probably gets in DC's face. DC probably takes him down, costs him the match, whatever. Something along those lines. Do we have like a you know, a WrestleMania Tyson sort of situation with Stone Cold and HBK, you know, but there hasn't really been, if DC, you know, like on Raw this week, Rawlins was saying how DC's a Rawlins guy and all this kind of stuff. And if DC had to come out and said he was a Rawlins guy, that would have been awesome. Yeah. Because then it would have like, when he turns on him, it would have been even better. So, but yeah, I think Riddle gets the win here. That makes it 1-1. Uh, and this is definitely not over. Just quickly on that as well. How good were the the promos between those two this week on Raw? Like, ah, so good. Like they just keep going at each other, and like, no, nothing's held back. Like, Riddle's like, "I'm going to kill you in the pit." 
yeah. and Rollins is like, well, you know, you don't get to see your family. Yeah. How are your kids? You wouldn't yeah. know. Yeah, exactly. Like they Harsh. just don't... Harsh but fair. It's brilliant. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I mean, it's so easy to take shots at Rollins too, like how yeah. successful Becky's been. You haven't you haven't main evented WrestleMania, but your wife has. You always come second, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it was it. good. It was good. All right, the Raw Women's Championship ladder match. Bianca Belair and Bailey. We've got Belair at 137, Bailey at 288. Before Raw, I definitely would have said Bailey wins this. Except at Raw, you had her standing on top of the ladder with the title. I feel like that pushes back to Belair now. Um, but I'm still going to go with Bailey. As you started the show with the ding dong, I'm going to go with Bailey. Um, that way, Bailey doesn't have to eat a pin. Uh, so she didn't really lose the title. She just didn't get to the ladder in time for the title. You've got, obviously, the rest of Damage Control out there. You've got uh, Alexa and um, Asta out there as well. So there's going to be a lot going on. It's going to be more like a triple threat match than anything. Uh, yeah, so. I'm with you, Benny. I'm I'm on Bailey for this one as too. Let's get all the belts on Damage Control. Yeah. They're going to be the, the female bloodline. Belair's had it long enough. and. I think, you know, but Belair's best spot is like kind of being the underdog battling against the, the evil yeah. heels, right? Yeah, so definitely. having her just have the title for ages just gets boring. Um, so I think they mix it up. Although just with that as well, Charlotte Flair did say in a recent interview that she's been keeping a keen eye on Belair's title reign. So do they keep it with Belair? You don't know. When do we but see Charlotte again? Bailey and Charlotte, hey. That'd be all right. Yeah. Ah, well, when, a... do we, when do we get it? Oh, we'll never get our four horse women match again now. <laughs> we may. We may. You never know. Where's Mercedes? <laughs> uh, lastly, we have the SmackDown Women's Championship Extreme Rules match. Liv Morgan, Ronda Rousey. Rousey's paying $1.44. Morgan, two sixty two. dollars Now, I know we've seen Morgan get extreme <laughs> on uh, in the lead up to this one, but... I think Rousey does a good job. She's going to do a good job of taking punishment and dishing it out. I think the Liv Morgan era is over. I completely concur with you. Rousey, for me, I just can't see Liv getting over the top of Rousey, especially if there's other stuff involved. Like, she got lucky um, last time, but I just think including all these different extreme rules, which we're about to talk about in the draft, all the different things she can use and stuff like that, I think Rousey gets the win. I mean, it, it does leave it open for, you know, Liv doesn't necessarily have to beat her with skill. She could just knock her out with something, but. Well, unless if she employed, like, yeah, but she's a good guy. So she can't really employ, she's the, she's the face. She can't get somebody else to help her out. You know what I mean? Has so, that worked though? I mean, do we really feel like Rousey's a heel? Well, no, not really. But this could be a great time if, if they want to turn Liv heel. Turn live heel, do the double double turn, turn live heel, get her to get somebody to come out and help her, and then she laugh like she's got that sinister look about her anyway. So like I mean, she could laugh into the camera after beating her and using somebody else to help out or something like that. But I'm still going Rousey. Do you yeah, honestly Rousey. do you honestly think they'll finish the the pay per view with this match though? Uh, I mean, looking at the card, you would think they'd finish with the fight pit. Um, but maybe they open with the fight pit. Mm. Um, but yeah, I do think they're going to finish. Rousey's on all the posters. Yeah. Um, 
I, I feel like that's what they're going to finish with. And maybe, hey, maybe we'll see Charlotte. Maybe. It is the SmackDown titles, Charlotte SmackDown, Charlotte Rousey. Face off. Anything can happen. Fingers crossed. Triple H era. Fingers crossed for that. All right, that is our breakdown of what we think is going to happen at Extreme Rules. It is time to get hardcore with our three-count draft. Benny and I, we're entering a hardcore match against each other. We've got the shopping trolley full of weapons. You can't can't already use the shopping trolley, mate. You haven't drafted that yet. Okay. We've got uh, (laughs) a bag of weapons. (laughs) Uh, And we get to choose what we're going to take into this match uh, to take each other on in a hardcore match. I get to draft first this week. I feel like Uh, there's a lot of 101s here, so I don't really think it matters. There's a lot of great ones. and uh, But with the 101, I'm taking Barbie. Oh, I love it. I love it. Taking the barbed wire baseball bat with my number one pick. Uh, One of the best ever. Yeah, completely agree. Uh, That was definitely in my top three. But I'm going to counter that straight back with these two went against each other. I'm going to go Triple H's Sledgehammer. The sledgehammer. Yeah, not they many people some, kick out of a sledgehammer shot. They had some great battles, those two, Sledgy and Barbie. That's true. All right, this one's for the for the audience out there. I'm bringing a, a bag of thumbtacks. Oi! I like it. The thumbtacks are coming out. I do like it. That was also on my list. Uh, I just think you actually called me this at the top of the show. So I'm going to get the tables. Tables for Benny. Put me through one or, or attempt to put me through one. Oh, please. All right. I'm going to get a bit sneaky with this uh, next pick. I feel like it's one of the sneakier weapons you can use. I'm going to take the brass knucks. I like it. I mean, I know if it's a hardcore match, it doesn't really matter if I hide them or not, but. <laughs> uh, I like a good brass knuck and then a the quick hide in the in the shorts. I do like it. Well, I'm going to go real traditional. I'm going to go one of the favourites that everybody uses, and I'm going to go the kendo stick. But I'm going to go three kendo sticks wrapped together just for uh, you know extra effect. Kendo stick times three. I've got it written in there. For you. <laughs> the old kendo stick. All right. Uh... Where do we go from here? Um, you know, I'm just going to go old school. Just old school. One thing everyone uses. Still chair. Can't go wrong yeah. with it. That was at the top of my list. I thought that was going to be 101. But when you didn't go, when you went different, I was like, okay, we'll go different. Yeah, I like it. Well, uh, what have we got left? I'm just looking at my list here in front of me. Well, I've already got the table. So I guess I'm going to get the ladder out as well. All right, the ladder for Benny. I'm going to, I'm going to hit you with the ladder, set you up on the table, and then I'm just going to just jump There's through There's so it. much you can do with the ladder as well. Yeah, the helicopter, just put my head in between it and spin around. Or you know, you can have it, it as a ramp. You can have a couple of ladders, like, bridging each other. You can. You could see me running up a ladder off the edge of it, couldn't you? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, my last pick. I do have quite a few left here and I'm wondering whether to go, uh, you know, kind of traditional or a bit funny. Um, I'm going to go a little bit different with my last one. 
Um, this is something whenever I've seen it done properly, I always wince. And uh, I'm sure they're protected when it happens, but... I reckon you're going to steal my last pick. I'm going to take the bowling ball. Oh, okay. No, that's not what I was going to take. Get them set up with the legs apart. Bowl that down Main Street. And yeah. uh, yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to... I like that. I do like that. I'm going to go real hardcore sort of deathmatch style things. I'm going to go the old fluorescent light tubes. The light tubes were on my list as well. Yeah. Great pick there, Benny. Yeah. Um, all right. That is our top five. I have I have yeah, the okay. bu- oh, I baseball bat, thumbtacks, brass knucks, a steel chair, and a bowling ball. Benny's bringing to the table a sledgehammer. He's bringing the tables, three kendo sticks wrapped around each other, a ladder, or as many ladders as he wants, and uh, the light tubes. I'm going to be busted open from those <laughs> for sure. There's one thing we definitely left out, which I'm surprised, and that's the guitar. The guitar was my next pick. Yeah. Was my um, next pick. Have you got any other honorable mentions? Uh, well, I had I had the title belt. Yeah. You know, that's always good because you're obviously a champion if you're using it generally. Yeah. Um, I did take one out of the, uh, the NWO's playbook, the Taser. I've got the Taser written down as well. That was literally what I was about to say. Um, there's, there's a couple of when I had I was the, playing, the steel steps the ring announcer steps. monitor um, um, the trash the one, can the trash can the trash cans that just fold yeah the old Milo, um, the top of the Milo tins remember that yeah. the stuff you got to peel off the, yeah that one of my favourites that used to be when I was playing uh, WWE video games was the ring bell yeah the ring bell you bust one. open people pretty quick and you got that nice ding when yeah. you did it and um, like you said, the shopping trolley coming down. I always remember in the old WCW set days, Raven would come down to be that big ass stop sign. The stop sign. The big stop sign was always in that trash can. So well, they used to love using those cooking sheets. Yeah. Yeah. Or if, um, well, we used the toaster, didn't we, in the uh in the AEW earlier this year? That's so. right. That's right. And the last one I had on my list was fire extinguisher, which is always yeah, fun to use. I had fire on my list. It. So if I, if I did fire, you could have counted me pretty quickly. So I'm glad I didn't use fire. I could have. Uh, any other honourable mentions for you, Benny? No, I was going to say uh, like the mist, like the old great mood of mist or something like that. Technically, that's a weapon. Uh, sort of thought of that, but I just left that out. I, I would have we'd go, we'd go real hardcore rather than just something boring like that. <laughs> I would have allowed it. All right. That is it for our three-crown draft this week. And that is it for the show. Thank you for joining us. We're going to be back next week, going to break down everything that happened at Extreme Rules. And of course, we'll have another three-count draft for you. Benny, once again, thank you for your time. Pleasure, Dylan. Always fun. Enjoy getting extreme this weekend, and we'll see you next time on the Three Count Podcast.